0: podcast event you've all been waiting
1: for hello and welcome to combat spuds the weekly combat sports roundup brought to you by the midweek mash tatty my name is of course mick and i'm joined as always by and paul how
2: are we doing today lads a lot better than i've been in the past two days
0: (laughs) only slightly
2: play. I mean, I feel better, but I don't think my brain's all there, but anyway. <laughs> Never was. <laughs> You've been lying to yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, dear me. As you can tell, it's been a very long recording night already, lads, but it's been of fun. Yes. Indeed. It has been. Uh. It has
1: been. <laughs> how's the, the backcoding up there, Paul?
0: Ah, oh, it's getting there. Oh, this continuous <laughs> laughing. It's uh, not doing it very many favours, but... <laughs> I'm
1: enjoying myself. That's the main thing. Okay, okay. Well, without any further ado, let's get on. First story of the day on the combat sports roundup is yawn today with combat sports because uh, once once again, Pro <laughs> <laughs> <Broke> Carve.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, once man. again,
1: I've got to give a shout out to the Stokeman Brothers. Becoming a regular occurrences, um, due due to pandemic and everything else, all the strongman competitions have kind of bunched up this year. Mm-hmm. So normally they'd be much more spread out. So, hence why so many shouts. So, another big win for a uh, Luke Stoltman over the weekend. There. Uh Giants Live uh, held the World Tour World Tour Finals at the Hydro in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, Luke Stoltman came away with the win. And uh, world's strongest man, younger brother, Tom Stoltman, uh, came second. So it was a Stoltman win-2, which is the first time um, two brothers have took a win-2 at a, a bigger international. So just another massive achievement for them. Aye. right um, so... Another solid effort for the lads. So Aye, well, boys, do- well, doing us Aye, well done, boys. Doing us proud. So And just a, a quickly shout out to uh, Andy Black, another Scottish guy. Um right. He's now two years in a row. He's Scotland's strongest man because the Stolmans haven't been competing at it. Right. So a uh, big Andy Black. He's only been doing strongman for three or four years. Um, he's just a absolute giant here, guy. So yes Um, So he he took 6th at at that uh, competition as well So The future of Strongman is bright within Scotland Ah, looking good eh Right, back to the (coughs) subject at hand We're going to kick off the day with the biggest story Now, Harvey I'm sure I mentioned it to you So you might have a slight bit of knowledge Saved in the old noggin there Um. On? There is reports coming from Ariel Hawani uh, that there's a new MMA organization in the works. So it's gonna be called apparently the WFL. Um I'll I'll read uh, Ariel Hawane, he's managed to get a, a bunch of details about it, so I'm just gonna read basically what he's put and then jump in and take me out to ask a question on So Um, According to sources, a number of influential industry individuals have come together to create a new MMA league that is structured more like the NBA or the NHL or the NFL rather than your typical MMA promotion. This new league would also include an athlete association that implements a CBA with 50-50 revenue share, guaranteed contracts, health insurance career ending insurance and a pension plan the plan is to announce the venture in the coming days he was told and they're hoping to launch the promotion in 2023 the new league is structured as a non-profit where independent franchise owners will roster a team of athletes signed from free agency or via the league entry draft each team will compete in home and away competitions in a traditional league format, vying for a playoff spot. The owners and athletes are governed by the league's bylaws and collective bargaining agreement, which is enforced by the commissioner and board of governors. So, very, very leaguey, very American. So far, I would say, Aye.
2: Aye. but Franchise's the CBA. The CBA is done with the players. In this case, it would be fighters mm-hmm. and the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If, a lot of folk might not know that, but it, that's why it's called the collective bargaining agreement because mm-hmm. they have to bargain on certain things like how much health insurance should we pay you? Yeah. Then we have, like, if the three us were fighters, we would say, well, we want you to pay 50% of our mm-hmm. health insurance. Yeah. And then they'll say, right. well if we're paying fifty percent of your health insurance, then we're only gonna put twenty five percent into your pension fund. Yeah. Or you're only going to get this or like yeah. Right.
1: So basically the the sort of biggest um, outcry in MMA for a long time has been that the fighters need to unionise yep. in order to make sure they're getting a fair pay and everything else. This league would be built on a structure of a union. Yeah. It wouldn't work without it because then mm-hmm. the C B
2: A falls apart. Yeah, they can't make their agreements. Uh, that's the most exciting thing about that mm-hmm. um, is that the fighters will be well looked after. Because um, right now they're not really getting looked after that great.
1: I would say, <laughs> aye, on average, enemy <laughs> fighters are vastly underpaid compared to like boxing. Box, aye, like
2: um, aye, so and that they don't have like guaranteed. Contracts as such, uh, they don't have, yep. like, all of that stuff is will be covered in that, so it be pretty much they'll be getting like an annual well, not an annual wage, but pretty much no, they'll, be, in a contract where where they'll that, be getting paid aye. every month or every yeah. couple well, of months. Like, yeah, because um, I guess with this, they'll be within that because they'll be with a a, a team, mm-hmm. is that right? Or,
1: uh, aye, a, so a team th- there'll be franchise owners, right? over so roster.
2: they will be they'll be training constantly, then, and then I would say that that team then would be in charge of the training. Like it would be mm-hmm. their, um, that'd be coming their pocket, No, the fighters' pocket. Aye, well, aye. I will. So, I so that's what I would assume. Sorry,
1: I don't know at this point. There's not <clears throat> enough information to know whether or no, um the franchise owner will cover all sort of training costs and pay mm-hmm. the fighters a wage and then when there's fights and obviously then earnings from fights so then that's worked out and a percentage goes to the franchise owner and a percentage goes to mm-hmm. the fighter and I don't know exactly all the details yeah. as of yet but um, I would think it would be it, along those lines it just it is like much better rights for the fighters and Aye. more more money guaranteed yeah. uh,
2: and, uh, as their income and with the CBU, the collective bargaining agreement, like it's a it is a brilliant thing. Um because again you can fight for what you want mm-hmm. and that uh, um it can it can get a bit fucking okay, tit for tat like uh, in certain organisations like the NFL mm-hmm. like uh it's, it's, it's there for a good cause but the NFL have turned it into like a cause for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, that was the one that they just signed a while ago. Was there was a big thing. it kept getting like put up well, not put off, but like there was so much things going into it because the players wanted more money. And the, so the NFL was like, Right, you want more money, you've got to play more games. Right, so they okay. added an extra game onto it. And NFL already struggles over a 16 game. Um, season, like regular season 16 games, they struggle to keep a team healthy because of the physicality of the, aye. the game, like, and then they've added another one game on top of that. Like it's but yeah, aye, okay, aye. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, you get the gist.
1: Um, aye, so it's going to be something different. Um, so that was the initial report. So I've got a few more details that came out a few days after that. Um, so we'll run through them quickly and then we'll crack it on. So uh, again, just Reading um, what uh, Ariel is released. So, the group is made up of several former or current professional athletes from the world of NFL, NBA, and MMA, including multiple MMA world champions, five former respected MMA promoters, former MMA executives and matchmakers, actors, and recording artists. So basically it's a consortium of loads of folk with money and some folk with experience.
0: Their knowledge and money into this.
1: Aye. Uh, According to sources, the WFL uh, has been in the works since 2020 and the non-profit was established on May 3rd, 2021. The league will consist of four conferences, North America, South America, Europe slash Africa and Asia slash Oceania. Each conference will consist of no less than 8 teams and no more than 24. Each team will roster 24 athletes, comprising of 3 athletes per weight class. They are currently focused on launching in North America first, however the framework is in place for a true world league. At this time they have 6 approved franchise owners, 4 in the USA and 2 in Canada and claim that they have multiple proposals and applications being submitted for other teams. A conference will launch when there are eight respective approved team owners. According to sources, the CBA terms can't and won't be negotiated until they have a union of athletes established. However, any approved franchise owner has signed agreements that enforces certain terms and conditions they must abide by. Some of these provisions are put into place so they will not be able to take more than a 50% revenue share. Additionally, per sources, they must provide specific levels of health insurance, career ending insurance and pension plan for their athletes. When the union is established, the plan is for the athletes and owners to finalise negotiations and agreements. The hope is that more info, including and perhaps most importantly, the players involved in this venture, will be revealed in the coming days and weeks. And the plan, I'm told, Erdogan is told, is to launch the league in 2023. So, again, just sort of cementing some of the stuff we were talking about there. Really. Mm. Um, so, basically, that it's going to be built into the the agreement that the franchise owners basically can't kind of take the piss out of the fighters. Oh, which is Essentially. So it's all set it, up hey? from the ground up to protect the rights hey, of the fighters, play the players, which is the main hey. thing. Regardless of what you think of the league structure and mm-hmm. um that sort of thing, rather than rather than like a a normal uh, sorry, an old school tournament structure or this just sort of kind of open rankings the way it's done in USC and stuff. Hey. So See that would be my um, biggest
0: question is how does it work? Like are you gonna have to relearn five fans to Follow teams as opposed
2: to singular fighters.
0: Now, I mean, I, how does that
2: go? I wouldn't say you would have to follow a, a specific team. You can still just follow your own fighter, but I don't think you need to have a loyalty think, to a team as see, such. The thing, the thing with MMA
1: is that there are each country that has sort of notable MMA fighters. Also, has at least one, if not two, or three notable gyms. Okay. That, um, sort of hardcore fans definitely know about the gyms, and then even sort of no casual fans, but just sort of a bit more in the normal sort of right. MMA fan or whatever, they're only mm-hmm. necessarily hardcore fans, they, they've heard of the teams and stuff like that. And obviously, Paul, you've seen, um, Dan Lambert popping so up when the team,
0: aye, aye so with Dan, aye. That, that aye he's so a the American
1: team top team is one in, so he he would be he'd be an obvious one I'd be quite shocked if he hadn't been in talks with him sounds like He, something would, he be would be an, be, an obvious yeah. one to ever put a franchise yeah. out
2: Alpha Male and in...
1: Team Alpha Male potentially I don't know if they've got a, a rounded enough team they've traditionally focused more on later
2: guys but possibly oh no I'm so, sorry I'm just just naming gyms I'm
1: just saying like teams that are like American talk team so Uh, sorry so circling back to the question I think that um, what you probably see is a sort of fairly natural progression where people would tune in um, to follow fighters that they know and like to watch Mm -hmm. and they would probably already have an idea of what gym they train at and stuff so then through watching They'll realise that, all oh, right, so that guy, that guy, and that lassie, that's their teammates, they all mm-hmm. train at that gym. And then they might sort of naturally fall into supporting that team because their favourite fighter is a member of that team, yeah. sort of thing. Um, and it might go that way. But, but aye, there's, there's a lot still up in the air. So I, I, I presume we'll be talking about this a lot more uh, over the next sort of year or two as this
2: progresses new business adventure for us boys What still a team (laughs) yes sir the mash tattie don't ask me to be a competitor hmm oh you'll be
0: the you'll be the the Dan Lambert my Dan Lambert you'll be the Dan Lambert Lambert. you're the standing down you're cutting the promos that's about as good
2: as I'm getting me what about Conor McGregor do you think he'll start a team that fucker he probably would well see going by the description
1: there I think there's every chance he's involved as one of the owners You think so? Aye It seems like something to break up his street man Aye. Seems
2: like something he'd invest in I think he would be one of them uh, well, I don't know how he'd be as an owner
1: I think he'd be yeah, alright he's, he's, done, he's done a bunch to support Amateur MMA in uh, Ireland he's, he's put a lot of money into them um, Aye, I
2: mean he's controlling something though
1: I don't know how much control he's got Oh, you mean like control controller we'd have here? But then please. it's set up so that it can have control. In theory. In a, in a, aye, in a in way. In theory. Uh. Aye, we'll see how it plays <laughs> out. Hopefully it doesn't get go down the road or something like
2: that. The <laughs> right. Let's aye, crack right, on, let's on before we it.
1: get stuck in the weeds here. Uh, a bit of a question mark, sort of open-ended story here. Um, but kind of, probably sort of sad news. Um, Anthony Rumble Johnson. Mm. Um big hubbub about his hubbub about his return to MMA. Um and uh, he would won his first round fight in the Bellator GP, like heavyweight GP. Uh he has unfortunately had to pull out and will not be fighting in his semi final fight. Um What happened to him? So that well that's that's the open ended but that's the question mark. Um he's a part I've got a week and a quote for him that he put out on Instagram um, essentially it would seem that he's come down with some illness an undisclosed illness um, I'll read before we begin. If I'll read what he's wrote on Instagram really wish I could go into detail about how ill I truly am, just know I need as many prayers as I can get and I'll see you in 2022, God willing never been this afraid of anything in my life but I've remained strong with the support of friends and family Not asking for anything but prayers See you in 2022 hopefully This is going to be a battle And I'm going to have to dig deeper than I ever have before Love you all Hashtag Rumble Squad Not Covid AIDS
0: Jesus (laughs) Christ Harvey What? What's the Covid?
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Harvey 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 I'm thinking maybe he's come do me some cancer or something Oh, yeah. you are straight oh, and there yeah. with I don't know, but he just went straight to AIDS. Like, no
0: COVID. AIDS. Jesus. You said that okay. so convincingly, like that was the only logical answer.
2: <laughs> <sighs> right, Ivan. No, no AIDS. No AIDS. Hopefully
0: he's all right. I think <laughs> it's
2: what the boy. What age line. is he?
1: Fuck. Uh, 30 ish. Just mm. early 30s, I think. 31, 32, something like that. <laughs> mm.
2: I was going to say prostate cancer. Boy, guy. Boy, guy. <laughs> I don't know why my head just went straight to eat. Honestly, I don't know. I tell you, my brain's not working now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <if> you... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that makes me think the
1: The kind of family, is it Family Fortunes or whatever the game show is, the sketch on South Park? Oh, I can't exactly which one you're oh, doing, like, but, aye.
0: The people who annoy you, aye? Aye. aye, I literally watched it the other night. There, aye, people who annoy you. Oh man! Aye, we stand sitting in the second row doing aye. that with the Bridges nose. Aye. What, Sharon? I thought think. I was going to win money, Sharon. Aye,
2: know anything but It's probably cancer. <laughs> 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 No laughing um, at the. Oh, fucking hell, want This out.
1: was supposed to be a serious topic, this one. Like, I introduced it as being sad. We're laughing
2: <laughs> You're laughing about age. So I'm not laughing about AIDS. AIDS is really
0: no laughing ugly. matter.
1: Oh, God. Oh, dearie me. That. Right. Moving on, right. Hopefully, he's okay and we see him back. Well, just hopefully he's alright and we see him in 2022 regardless no, of whether he's able yeah. to fight or not. Fingers crossed for him. Righty ho. On to a, a wee bit more upbeat and interesting story. Uh, Mighty Mouse uh, Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Paul, you... <laughs> oh, yes, one him?
0: of the most successful lightweight fighters, isn't he? Effectively, aye. Uh,
2: flyweight. Flyweight, but, weight, aye? sorry. Aye. It's a totally wee no. guy. Aye don't see what he guy I, is indeed I knew what he meant when he said lightweight though ah, ah okay Be bald fella yeah with the that's the one
0: team,
2: yeah I know what you mean um,
1: so 5-2 or something <sighs> there or thereabouts aye aye um, for the last couple of years DJ's been fighting uh, for 1FC mm-hmm. uh, based in Asia um, so for his next fight coming up on December the 5th at 1X, um, which the show is going to be called. The pay-per-view, whatever. Uh, Demetrius Johnson is going to be facing a guy called Rod Tang. Now, I'm going to try and say his surname. Jim Wangnun. Nun. Something like that. Let's opinion. just call him Rod Tang. He's known, he's known as Rod Tang. Uh, he is a Thai boxer, unsurprisingly, from Thailand. Um, he's a former... Uh, sorry, I believe he's the current um, Muay Thai flyweight Muay Thai champion and ONE FC. ONE FC? Uh, they're kind of their MMA organization, but they also do Thai boxing fights and no. titles for all sorts. And, aye, just a, a combat. So he's fighting a Thai boxer, right? And you might ask yourself, <laughs> well, is he fighting Thai boxing or is he fighting MMA? And I'm going to have to tell you, he's doing both. Mm-hmm. But wait. He's not doing two different fights They're doing both in one fight So they're putting on For whatever reason A special rules fight And the rules will be as follows The contest is going to have four three minute rounds The rounds will alternate between Muay Thai and MMA rules The fight will start under Muay Thai rules And then it will switch to MMA for the second round Muay Thai third MMA Mm -hmm. fourth What do we
2: think of that boys? I think Logan Paul should do something like that. Boxing (laughs) one run, MMA the next. Sorry, but I actually, it's interesting.
0: For years, Harvey. For God's (laughs) sake. Let's focus on the legitimate
2: fighters. Well, I know one thing. If it was that way, I'm pretty sure somebody would put an end to him really quickly.
0: Just wait for the next main event in Triller. Tonight on Triller Logan Paul, round one, boxing, round two, shot drinking. Round three. <laughs> Listening to an old auntie tell a story in a bus. It'll go ridiculous. <laughs> well, just at like this podcast. What
2: I meant with boxing MMA, boxing MMA. <laughs> That's not good a for that, mate. It's interesting. It's interesting, the Mai Tai and um, MMA thing, yeah. Obviously, it gives Dimitri some sort of a chance. To <laughs> just... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Demetrius. Demetrius. Oh, God. Now, do you know why I said Dimitri? Because I've been replaying this game, Metro, and it's based on a Russian thing. So, Dimitri is one of the characters. Yeah, you know I mean, anyway, I'm going to let that one slide. Dimitrius. Um It right, gives him some sort of a chance against the, the Thai boats because they boys. Oof, that tie. I mean, is Demetrius. Did he ever do the like, tie boxing? Like, do, do, me, do me a favour. Call him DJ, right? Simplify it. Right, uh, simplify him. I don't know why I'm calling him Demetrius. Usually I call him Mighty Mouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you call him Demetri. Yeah,
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> Just what do you, anyway,
0: you think? DJ.
2: Right, right. What? what? <laughs> Carry on. What are we saying? Quickly rowing the boat back. Has he ever done any tie boxing? Like, Competitively Um, fought, not to my knowledge. He he might
1: have done some kickboxing or tie boxing at some point, but to my knowledge, he just came in through MMA. Mm. But he is is within MMA as a good striker,
2: aye, a good striker, aye. But you're going up against a boy who's been in tie boxing since he was about seven.
0: Uh, By the way, here's something I want to quickly point out hey lads. this man's a uh, kickbox, Thai boxing record. He's um, had 319 fights. He's only 24. Mm-hmm. Aye. That's no one heard of in of Of what's 267 and lost 42. Mm-hmm. In, in
1: Thailand, they start doing MMA fights very uh, MMA fights, Thai. Thai boxing fights very young. Mm-hmm. Like five, Harvard six years older than Thai Holland. boxing. Aye. Uh, well, come come the age of about sort of ten
2: ish they'll be like on the record. That is wild, man. Aye. Aye, but when they when they're five or six, it's proper fight. So it's oh, it's any uh like I don't know if you you ever seen youngsters go to, like karate and uh, and then they have the pads and stuff on. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I know, no Thailand, Thailand, they, they, they don't play like that. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so I uh, so it's it's no
1: unheard of for for a guy to have 100 hundred, two hundred fights by the time he's twenty, twenty-one. But um Rod Tang like he is like he's feared and revered within Thai boxing, man. Like like he's a the tank. <laughs> Aye, he he is an absolute wee beast, so he mm-hmm. is man, he's really good. Um the thing that interests me about this is that traditionally Thai boxers start very slow in the first round because uh, in Thailand betting on fights doesn't start until the second round so I can see Paul, Paul's like wait what <laughs> So <seems>
0: above board
1: <coughs> so the sport of Thai boxing um, as it's fought professionally in Thailand is structured around about the, their betting system so in the first round they feel each other out and then the The guys in attendance can be like, go right, I like the way he's moving, I like the way he's doing this, whatever. Then your uh, bookies come out between rounds, they start taking bets, they give out live odds, and then the second round they come out and they start actually fighting properly. So then you've got basically the second and third round as your actual fight, Mm -hmm. effectively. First round's a warm-up, essentially. So the question is, given the rule set, does Rod Tang come out hard, thinking... I've got to finish DJ in the first round because I don't fancy doing any wrestling. Or does he start relatively slow and feel him out and hope that he can survive the second round and then go hard in the third
2: round when it's back to my titles? I think that he'll... I don't think he's got to go all out in the first round. I think he would go just do the usual. Mm-hmm. First round. Second round, it'll be different for him, obviously, because it'll be MMA. Um, so, the second round, sorry, the third round, it's going to be a bit, for the first part of it, he's going to have to feel him out again, but then he's going to go hard and try and get the win there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so I think if it goes to the the second round of the MMA, so it should be the fourth round, um, aye, and it can happen in, I mean, and it can happen in the second round too, mm-hmm. be a submission of it, but uh if he feels confident enough that he can survive that one and then go into the third and do his business. Right.
1: So I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna move his own because um conscious of the time and I've got a lot of stuff written down to talk about. Um so I'll I just I'm just gonna finish it on a quick prediction on that fight and then we'll see what happens come December. I reckon DJ submits him in round two because I think Rod Tan comes out a wee bit sort of slow. Mm-hmm. Probably lands some good strikes. Um, but I think second round, DJ is a very good grappler. Mm-hmm. I think he wins by submission. Mm-hmm.
2: Anybody else? Any predictions? Sound about right to you? I haven't? have no idea. I, I, I wouldn't put it past no. yeah. them. Uh, definitely one of the ones that you could go for. Something different, we'll see what happens. Okay, okay. Bobby, did you have a prediction? I, you think, I think they're going to
0: hit one another
1: that's just in from Paul. <laughs> yeah, I have
0: no idea, me Punch a punch kick.
1: kick. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough,
0: man. Righty-ho. Right
1: uh Right. Just a quick wee sort of oh, I did the eye. Um last week there was three MMA and UFC fighters uh hung up the gloves. Um Luke Sanders, who you might know of her. Um he, what was he featherweight, lightweight? Damn it, I don't remember. One of the, a lighter weight, either featherweight or lightweight. Um, a good fighter, no a world beater, but a good fighter. Uh, record of thirteen and five MMA, three and five UFC. He's decided to retire. Um, a long time contender at flyweight and bantamweight, Joseph Benavides Uh, twenty eight and eight in MMA, nineteen and seven UFC. He also decided mm-hmm. to retire. And the natural bomb killer, Carlos Condit, um, right. former interim champion, Welterweight, thirty-two Good. and fourteen, MMA nine and ten. Actually like a losing record in UFC. Okay. Um I owe three of them uh heart the gloves last week. It's almost like a kinda of changing of the guard sort of thing. Um there's no that many fighters. I mean, looking at Joseph Benavides and Carlos Condit especially, they both started fighting sort of early to mid-2000s. Both been in and <coughs> WEC and UFC since the 2010s. So uh, they've been around for a long time. There's not that many guys for that generation actively fighting now, especially in UFC. Right, dodging on. Dan the Hangman Hooker uh, from New Zealand. He's held him, aye. Yeah. Um. He's got hopefully a fight coming up this weekend,
2: aye.
1: But he's been having a bit of bother
2: mm, because you see,
1: New Zealand went back into lockdown recently, aye. So travel's been a, a wee bit hard on him. So, um, basically, it was looking like he was going to have to pull out the fight, but he was determined that he was going to figure out his visa travel issues uh-huh. um, so he ended up he, he put his application in and so his passport and all his details his paperwork went into the embassy the American embassy um, uh-huh. so the fights in Las Vegas so all his stuff went into the American embassy in New Zealand um, and it was pretty much looking like he wasn't getting the stuff back in time so he started chasing up the head of the embassy on Twitter And all his fans got behind him and started chasing him up as well. (laughs) So they managed to get him a meeting on Monday, so yesterday for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that's pretty much how the story was going to end if this was recording in time. But because we delayed the recording session, I can uh, inform you that the meeting was a success and he's managed to get a visa. And uh, the only flight going out of New Zealand Within this time frame Within like a two week period That was any good to him Is this Thursday And he's fighting since Saturday So he's just got his stuff processed in time He'll be flying out Thursday Getting in at some point on Friday Probably going straight to the weigh-ins Aye And then uh, Maybe he'll get in overnight on Thursday I don't know But either way I hope he sleeps in the plane and I hope he's ready to make weight because he's not got much time aye, so we will be straight into medicals and weigh-ins and stuff mm-hmm. and then fighting on Saturday so bloody mental and that's... <laughs> I can't wait to see what kind of Nicky's in on Saturday I hope, I hope he gets the win man uh, that's some determination but oh, he's got to be fucked it's a long flight why oh, New Zealand over to Las Vegas mm-hmm. I don't know if he's got any layovers or what but he's not got time for them anyway oh. I don't know if he can do a straight flight for there I mean in theory it would be possible but
2: Anyway I did uh, Aye Straight to Oh wait I don't know if, Maybe no straight to Vegas That's a lie Aye I, th- I would think it would be Somewhere else
1: Somewhere else, America, somewhere else Aye America. we'd have to connect up. Anyway Aye Well no travel agents
2: That's what Ah oh, anyway <laughs> I just <laughs> need some of a flat earth So that's why I can't
1: The Green haired zombie As I've dubbed him Chris Mutino. Hi, with me? Yes, yes, yes I, okay. I know what you're talking about. Uh, had a fight booked for October 23rd against a guy called Aaron Phillips. Unfortunately, the green-haired zombies picked up an injury, so we're going to have to wait a wee bit longer before we see him back in the octagon. Well, uh, right, Jonathan Martinez is going to take his place in the fight. What did he do? Unknown, undisclosed injury at this point, oh, which right. is... Bloody frustrating, that happens a lot They announce these things aye. and then <laughs> They don't tell you what the engine is hi, um, so I don't, I don't know what it is I don't know how long he's going to be But uh, if I hear anything else I shall update you Ok, ok, right Before we look at what's been going on Let's have a quick look at what's coming up So this is Your combat spuds Alert That we've got some Punchy, punchy boxing coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, September twenty fifth. Let me just check the date. Aye, I've got
2: my weeks right. This weekend, try to show me something, Harvey. You can get a straight flight for Auckland to Las Vegas. Really? Aye. Oh,
1: there you go. That might save them a couple of hours. <laughs> so, coming up this Saturday, September twenty fifth. From the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, we have a 12 round heavyweight title fight between Anthony A.J. Joshua versus Alexander Yeah. Yeah, boy. Got some decent boxing in the go. Um, well, we've also got wins. Do we, do we know when the Canelo fight is? should have looked that up. Can I, I can look it up. Keep that right. up. Okay. So. Aye, so I'd, I'd, I, I obviously I knew this fight was coming up. I had no idea it was been done at the, the the Tottenham Stadium. That was news to me. Interesting. Um, so Joshua was apparently meant to face uh, Pulev at the Tottenham Stadium uh, last June, but obviously with COVID and everything else, that didn't happen. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting. Also interesting, the plan and doing the fights a wee bit earlier than normal. Uh, so they expect the main event walkouts to start at 10pm oh. So it's basically going to be put on for a, a British audience Rather than a, an American audience Which is kind of cool right. Um, So November for Canelo, right? I knew it was I fairly was just soon I was to say that to you. I was waiting uh, for it Okay, so <laughs> Aye, more to come on that then uh, So this fight is going to be for uh, Joshua's WBA Super uh, IBF WBO And IBO Titles uh, And it's going to be on Sky Sports Box Office uh, It'll run you twenty four ninety five If you want to pay for it If you're a, a good lad Aye uh, So it's not, even, it's not even $19.99 anymore They bumped the price up Anyway Covid So That's one half of the puzzle So if AJ Can get past Usyk Which is going to be a hard fight for him I was A winnable fight say, But a bloody hard it's fight It's going to be very hard for him That's going to be a tough Tough, uh, tough outing for AJ. That one, man. Usyk is good. Yep. He hits bloody hard as well for somebody coming up for Cruiserweight. Mm. Um, so, the second piece of the puzzle is the trilogy fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. So, that's two weeks away, two weeks' time that's coming yep. up. Uh, so, that's going to be Saturday, October 9th. Saturday the 9th of October So the fight was obviously meant to happen back in July July 24th But uh, the old Gypsy King Come down with the, the Covid The coronavirus yeah. uh, So it had to be postponed um, So that fight's going to be T-Mobile Arena in Vegas uh, And For what it's worth uh, They're going to have the full house They're planning packing it to the max Of 20,000 so yep. there's probably going to be some more COVID on the go, I would think. <laughs> uh, the way things are going over there, uh, that fight will be for the WBC and the Ring heavyweight titles. Um, so, if AJ wins and Fury wins, in theory, let's not get our hopes up. But in theory, be a, first aye. half of next year, probably something like March, April, something like that. Uh, maybe May, at a push they'll be looking at doing the unification bout finally hopefully fingers crossed it happens but let's wait and see what happens in the next couple of weeks see how they they go on in their individual matches
2: (coughs) yep that's two tough fights by the way aye Wilder could he has he has the ability to beat Fury as well Mm
1: -hmm. if Fury's no on his on his game uh, was Wilder the first person to knock him down I believe so, right? I'm, I'm like 9999999 percent sure he was, I'm right? Sure, he's
0: been knocked down before in his early career. Did somebody know, knock him down before?
2: don't know.
0: Wilder isn't the first person to put him in his arse, though, But he's certainly the most high profile person to put him in his arse. <laughs> okay, okay. I I, I I
2: thought it was he was the first person to. But anyway, Either that's literally, not here
0: or there, but.
1: it He came controversially close to knocking him out. Like, well, when I say knocking about I mean getting the knockout. Like, winning the fight by knockout. No.
2: Let's just be... Aye. Right. What? Controversial? What
1: do you mean? Ah, because
2: there was a controversy that the referee didn't start his count quick enough. Oh, in that set aye, aye, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's it. What? what? <laughs> no, right, aye. In that one, aye. Aye. Right. Cracking on. Eh, uh, us Aye. Not doing all right. Right. So, cracking on.
1: Um. Uh, just a quick update on the UFC middleweight division. Um, they are apparently working on doing uh, the rematch between Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker uh, for January. That would be UFC 270. Um, they're looking at doing the fight in somewhere in Australasia, either New Zealand or Australia. Um, but because of the COVID situation, they're um, kind of unlikely that they'll be able to secure a, a venue with a good capacity uh come January. But um that seems to be the next fight for Izzy. Um, jumping down to the flyweights uh we recently had uh, Brandon Moreno uh becoming Mexican's first oh, wow. UFC champ. Oh. So mm-hmm. he's gonna be they're looking at doing the trilogy fight So they're, they're going straight into it So it's going to be back to back to back Fights with uh, Davidson Figueroa So that's going to be an interesting one If uh, they get that done It's looking very likely that that's going to happen At uh, UFC 269 December 11th But like third time they fought The other two matches have been cracking fights I was man. just going to say that They mm-hmm.
0: are absolutely fights for the
2: ages hell. The other two, especially the first yep. one So uh, the- the third one has a lot,
0: of <laughs> a lot of rain in
2: this fight. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so it's gonna be a goodie, and uh, they're also doing the rescheduled bout uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena. That was uh, it was postponed <laughs> because Amanda Nunes had come down with COVID a couple of months ago. Uh, so they're looking at doing that on the card in December as well. Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully that happens. That'd be a good way to sort of see out here. year. That'd be a good card. For December um, um, Right uh, This weekend Just an FYI We've got a uh, Return of a bigger UFC card That's been quiet For a couple of weeks So we've got UFC 266 This weekend uh, We're seeing the sort of big Finale Culmination uh, The ultimate fighter That had been on uh, I don't know how many folks Watched that I didn't watch it Um, Vol- Volkanovsky Versus uh, Brian Ortega Who were the coaches on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, now, also on that card, it's a pretty damn stacked card, uh, the co-main event is Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy for the flyweight Wounds Flyweight title. Hmm. And then, next down the line, we've got the returning, finally returning Nick Diaz taking on the always worth watching, Robbie Lawler, ruthless Robbie Lawler. And that's yep. going to be a five-rounder as well, even though it's mm-hmm. not a title bout So the top end of that card is going to be nuts. And then just nestled underneath that is a uh, Curtis Blades and uh, a Josino Rosenstruck mm-hmm. heavyweight fight, which is going to be a cracker. Paul's, and favorites. then opening the main card, Jessica Andrade and Cynthia Carvillo. Carvillo. cracking fight for the women. So All right. that make sure you're if you if you're in any way a fight fan, make sure you catch the UFC this weekend. It is going to be good. Um,
2: That's one of Paul's favourite ones, isn't it? Like Rosenstruck. Or,
0: aye. just for the name but I also one hell of
2: a punch on him did
1: not I just <he> the name <laughs> <it> he unfortunately got <laughs> <get, laughs> he got he got tamed severely for uh, mm-hmm. Gany Cyril Gany yeah, yeah, he's oh, last oh, aye, out him.
0: aye it was
1: though, aye. it was not a good
2: night for him yeah, I mean um, so hopefully so he, so he can bounce s- back Cyril was a top top player man <laughs> aye,
1: aye. Uh, yeah. Curtis Blades he's a he's a good wrestler so uh, there's potential for that one to be a bit iffy but Rosie Stroke's done no bad against wrestlers in the past so uh, I think it'll be entertaining um, can't wait to see Nick Diaz back see what shape he's in always happy to see Robbie Lawler fighting he's so entertaining man the guy's an absolute warrior uh, he's he's the, he's
2: the human version of Rock'em Sock'em Robot um, I mean did he know Lewis to you? what's his name Ben Askman? Robbie Lawler did. Uh, yeah. oh no
0: who was it
1: Wait, and, did,
2: did, wait, did Ben Askren beat Robbie Lawler with
0: a,
1: a,
2: a bulldog shot? Aye. The same fight where Robbie Lawler picked him up and slammed him in his head uh-huh. and was going to town on him and then, yep. aye, aye. And then he, aye. Yep. That's the one.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Did either of you catch the F boxing? The no, the no quite, the no as bad as Triller but still no real boxing, boxing? It was the boxing from the
0: half the, the,
1: the aye, 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 <laughs> aye. I'm trying to think of the, the word I'm looking for. Basically, it's a uh, world's world's ultimate strongman was uh, sort of joining forces with core sports, mm-hmm. and they were putting on the the card, which was he- supposed to be headlined by oh, yeah. the mountain half of Julius Bronson versus Eddie Hall. Obviously, mm-hmm. Eddie Hall tore his bicep a few weeks back.
2: I didn't really see much yet, but I seen the the Johnson one, the rest stopped fight. Johnson, wait, the Beyonce or
0: Beyonce? What? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just all about that. Yeah, fucking me, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh, I would just steal this battle out of the game, Matt. You could just steal it from the very beginning. That's, I think I need to keep that leave in. this. Leave it. Okay. <laughs> Did I really say Johnson? I, I half full Johnson. <laughs> uh, Johnson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, God. good. Oh my god.
2: Right, look at my Johnson.
0: <laughs> That's because he's volley funneling off.
2: Aye. <sighs> Bjornson the referee, stopped the fight. He did. Right. Okay. I've seen that one. <laughs> okay. Right.
1: So, aye. So, stepping in for Eddie Hall was uh, world champion arm wrestler Devin Lara. Um Which, on the face of it, sounds absolutely bloody ridiculous. But it is worth stating. That uh, As much as he's no uh, Experienced or even skilled boxer Devin Larratt was in He was in the Canadian Special Forces For 16 years aye. And and no? you notice that Devin I Larratt mean... <laughs> Looks
0: like a jacked up <laughs> Quentin Tarantino By the way it absolutely does yeah, aye. He's like
1: Tarantino on the weights aye, aye, Forgive my facetiousness But uh, aye. So Devin Larratt is uh, He's no boxer really isn't he But He's a tough guy He's a guy mm-hmm. With combat experience uh, Big ass arms So he's arm wrestling um, He's big He's like 6, 4 or 5 So he's he's Not that far away for the size of Thor uh, Well I mean He still looks tiny Next to he him He still looks small Next to him <laughs> But uh, Aye But balls <coughs> are steel For getting in there And throwing leather Where I'm like mm-hmm. um, Probably an early stoppage For the ref If I'm being honest But I don't think it was really worth letting him go at the second round. No. Ugh. Um, Thor, uh, I mean, lots of people have been saying that, like, oh, he's, he's done great, he's stopped him and whatever, but I thought he looked quite bad, to be honest. He looked slow to me. Uh, he was slow, he was swinging wild. He just he outpowered, but mm. like, he didn't outskill him, really. His jab was better than him, but uh, anyway, right, let's not pick it apart. <laughs> it's, no, it's not going to end well, is it? Uh, oh actually Incidentally No a great night For the special forces guy Guys I should say uh, The co-main cool event Was Josh Bridges Versus Jacob Heppner A couple of crossfitters mm-hmm. But uh, Josh Bridges Was a long time um, Navy SEAL Prior to his crossfit career um, But he also Got beat, he got beat Jacob <laughs> Heppner won by decision In that fight So I mean Take for that what you will I'm not really trying to draw any conclusions But uh, Just Just saying as I like to say it's a thing that happened.
2: Really, mm-hmm. it's a thing. that happened. There it is. is some good boxing. It? I, seen <laughs> it, I did see a good boxing match at the weekend, though. Did you? Aye, the wee guy. Oh, aye, fair <laughs> <laughs> right enough. He's thrown hands, man. L- Lickle man is Lickle it? Lickle man, aye. One full of Can't gang. remember the wee guy he was against, but on. That, I can't even remember the promotion it was, but
1: I, I don't know something
2: uh, uh, in London. Uh, aye. So he had the boxing match with this guy for in Europe or whatever, the two M beef and was for Holland. Two aye, two midget to, I mean, little, little, people people, it. little People Little I people know, I don't know what you call people these days. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the right names for a big state. Even that's fucking happy. <laughs> <boy.
2: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> and then they had an M M E fight. With the two, whoever the two guys were. Aye, do I don't know, were the rappers or Arms YouTubers Carleon, or something. Arms Carleyon and Bouncer. Aye, actually, worth saying that Bouncer guy? Some, oh, aye, aye. some Good proper lesson. wrestling Aye, wasn't the
1: best fight to watch, but
2: he oh, just kept taking them, didn't uh, you?
1: <laughs> the, the, the ending was pretty funny. Aye,
2: they, aye. they were just like, there.
1: The two of them just rolled to the side and lay there.
2: <laughs> Knock it. <laughs> it was like five three minute rounds, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the the, the Lickle Man fight was more entertaining. Aye. He
0: was swinging little, man, man.
1: He's, he's, he's got some decent boxing, aye right. right.
0: Boom, boom,
2: boom. Aye. On yourself.
1: Uh, th- I mean, the other guy had the uh, defensive know how of a brick. But aye, the, like, the, but
0: the old classy <laughs> line they always say he was blowing and blocking with his head. Money. He? Aye. <laughs> a great yeah. uh, I, that's a secret fight
2: that Lickle Man has done. Um, aye, so
1: I'll stop my I'll stop myself there before I say something shouldn't I shouldn't. So that's crack. All right. So last wee thing, just wanted to sort of show you some action that's happening at CFFC One Hundred. Uh, the main man CM Punk was ah. doing the commentary. Um, mm. it's, the, it's the promotion that he's been working away a wee bit, and uh, CM Punk was on hand to call quite possibly one of like right up their top five best head kick knockouts I've ever seen quality quality head kick man Um, a guy called Brandon Murphy Um, it was the opening bout of the main card he was making his pro debut and he absolutely flattened the dude uh, just want to stick the volume down here I'm just going to turn this round so as hard I can get a wee look Paul if you want to queue it up you're on time
0: Brandon Murphy, right, yeah. okay, okay, right. Just is there any adverts in these right. um, videos? No no, just hit play and then it goes. Oh, we're away, right? S- have you seen it? Damn oh, he,
1: he It it knocked like he, he put him down like a tree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> Folded them, man. Oh wow. It was it was like computer game <coughs> stuff. And the noise. Wow. It's like when you enter the Matrix in the UFC games. You land the perfect kick!
0: Oh, high score for that guy's haircut as well! Wow! <laughs> Business away, in the please. front, party yeah. in the back. Love a mullet. <laughs> Shame he got kicked into next Tuesday. <laughs> Dear God!
1: Um, aye. So there was, following that up, um, <laughs> you then had a guy called Charlie Rad Radke. Radke. Something like that. Um he then decided to do his best to uh try and beat
0: that. Right, give, and, me a count
1: uh, down. give me a countdown. It he, he came in with a so you remember for last week I was talking about uh, Houston Alexander making his debut at the Bill Knuckle? Yeah. Aye. Right? Very oh. similar scenario, right. except this time it was MMA, so it's all good. Alright. Alright, so <laughs> here we go. Press and play and three, two, one, boop.
0: Right.
1: Oh, oh sleeping so catches, catches him <laughs> with a left toe, <laughs> and then he absolutely flatlined him uh, that guy needs some medical attention he is uh, uh. Aye. Uh, that guy entered the phantoms on um,
0: right there man
1: so anybody that wants to see these good chance you'll get them on YouTube but feel on that Um just you can either search for the name or for the uh, search for CFFC100 or a uh, search for the fighter name so the first one was Brandon Murphy second one was Charlie Mabiradke, if that's how you say it. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Just before we finish up, um, there was some MMA back on at the weekend there, uh, after a week away. Um, We had Bellator. uh, What was it? 266. Main event was uh, Phil Davis, Mr. Wonderful, uh, former um, UFC fighter. Uh he was fighting the debutant, Uel Romero, his mm-hmm. debut on UL Romero making his mm debut. Phil Davis with the old classic wrestle fuck uh, for the <laughs> victory. Um started out quite competitive and then uh, Phil Davis just took him down at well and wrestled wrestled his way to a decision. I thought UL um, was a, a decent wrestler. Yeah, Romero was an Olympic team Cuban sensation. Uh-huh. And he's the really good aye, wrestler. He's, he's like forty-five now or something. Now. He's very, very much in his forties. Eh? He's sort of 45, 46 mm. somewhere in that region. Um, aye, aye. I'm not got much to say about it. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> um, I would have liked to have seen you L win, uh, <laughs> Phil Davis. Me him to him. Um, the guy's never been finished. Submission, TKOs, knockouts. Like he's really good, but. He's also never been the most exciting fighter to watch. Right, Yo Romero, as much as he's a fantastic, he was a fantastic Olympic level wrestler. Um, when it comes to MMA, he's always favoured the striking, and he's been quite a sort of slow, methodical fighter because he doesn't fight for decisions; he fights to stop the fight. So he didn't get the job done. Uh, the only other thing to shout out on there was uh, Neiman Gracie getting another one. Um, so obviously, the Gracie name's big. For MMA mm-hmm. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu um, That guy Out of all the Gracies That are active He's got the best chance Of being a, a world champion He's really right. Really good um, So he won by TKO uh, Punches So that, um I so Keep an eye out for that name Neiman Gracie uh, Then Jumping over to the UFC We had uh, UFC Fight Night 192 uh, It was Anthony Smith Versus Ryan Span, Superman Span. Uh, Anthony Smith looking pretty much as good as he's ever looked in mm. that fight. I don't know if he's scored it at all. No. No, <laughs> okay. Ah oh, sorry, sorry. Um there's a few decent fights on the card. Um few few fights that were pretty damn entertaining. Oh, see. Uh, on the prelims Raquel Pennington versus what is it with these hard names? Mm-hmm. Pani K- Kianzad could be uh, that was a, that was a really good fight, uh, three rounder. Uh, wrong's you, not wrong shoe. Don't say that. Wrong's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's actually the youngest guy in the UFC roster, by the by. First right. ever, first ever UFC fighter that was born in the two thousands. Was yeah. born in the year two thousand. That makes nice. you feel old. Um, I he uh, TKO and then third round That was a good fight. So it was. Anyway,
2: that's all for me.
1: Enter, lads, for we Shut the door.
2: I've got another one.
1: Oh, have you, eh?
2: Who has the potential to have a very good team?
1: What? Oh, we're back on the. Right, okay.
2: <laughs> I bet you know who I'm going to say, or?
1: I mean, if, if you give me long enough, I'm sure I could guess it. But I don't if think I can. G- 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 g-
2: guess. <laughs> who right now has the potential to have a team, a very good goddamn team? To
1: goddamn. Um, ATT, AK, aka, a
0: uh, who else? Um, Paul? Uh, the Elite, the Inner Circle, um, One Line, <laughs> Degeneration X. Oh, uh,
2: we're we'll talking about MMA nah, here. No, Paul.
0: No. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> a thingy,
1: f- uh, Montreal, Erm, Fraser Harvey's team
2: gone completely there. Khabib.
0: Oh, happy. I could oh, be. Oh, Dagestan, yes,
1: the
2: Dagestani yeah. boys,
0: we Dagestani Dave.
1: Oh, Dagestani Dave, he could be in the corner for every fight. Davey
0: Martin, Davey, oh, sign me up. Oh, but, he,
1: he would be the hype man.
0: <laughs> Davey Andy's boy.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, good, love it.
2: But he has the potential to put a really good team out there too. Well. He has a bunch of old. I mean, is he just like, between
1: his brothers and his cousins? Aye. That's already a team. Mm-hmm. And then you add in just like his countrymen and stuff like that, man. Aye. Jesus. Aye. Good shout, man. I don't know what their gym squad, like, I wouldn't even want like, try and pronounce
2: it. Fuck I forget the name. Dagestan, um, the Dagestani Destroyers.
1: Um, there legal. you go. Dagestani D. <laughs> there you go. And on that note, all of these and leaveies. <laughs> as always I've been Mike they've been Harvey and Paul that's been an absolute bloody marathon so thank you for staying with us <laughs> see you yeah. again next week Balance Shamrock bye I oh, sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my do you